Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Take the running backs to the stand, run up in the stands and slap their mama. Live in the entertainment capital of the world, it's the T.C. Martin Show. It is showtime, baby. Here we go. It's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor, T.C. Martin. Going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, give Pitches it, to... it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, He's got 40, something. 50, He's got 40, it. 40, He's got it. 20, 10, He's got it. End zone. Touchdown, Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. The doctor is now in. Glad to have you with us here on a thunderous Thursday as we get ready for another big football weekend. We got action that starts tonight. I don't know if anybody wants to watch tonight's NFL football game. I certainly do not. Panthers and the Bears. How's that for some Thursday night football? Go Bears. <laughs> I would say go Bears too. And the Bears should win this game, you would think, but they are the Bears. Panthers are the Panthers. And the Bears have an injury list as longer than just about any other team. So <laughs> I want no part of this game. Great night to go to the movies, don't you think? Tremendous night to go to the movies. Is there anything out? Absolutely not. Very checked. So it's a great, not a great night to go to the movies. It's a horrible night to go to the movies. But it's a good night to do something besides watch this football game. Is there a concert or nah, no? Nah, nothing, nothing, nothing. Golden Knights well, game. Work night. It's work, work night. night. Work night. That's what. That's what'll be. Sack Hall of Fame night. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Preparation. That's every night. I know it is. There you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bears and Panthers tonight. Thursday night football. Now we're into the um, kind of horrific. Thursday night football games. Kind of had one of those last week as well, too. But that's what we get on on Thursday night. But, uh, yeah, not much interested in the Panthers and the Bears. All right. Uh, today on the show, we will handicap the Saturday action from the college side, the NFL side, on Sunday and Monday. Scott Spritzer will join us a little bit later on next hour. Uh, the big seven-footer, Big Bill Cartwright, will join us this hour as the college basketball season Underway. All right. We'll talk about that and also, uh, the NBA. So Warriors and Nuggets, uh, very close and interesting game last night. We'll uh, dive into that with a seven footer and our good friend, Scott Frost from Slice of Vegas, our gracious host for the Raider indoor tailgate party. He will join us today as we get ready for Raiders and Jets coming up on Sunday and Sunday night football. 520 kickoff. So that means that the indoor tailgate party begins at Slice of Vegas located inside the Mandalay Bay shops between the Luxor and the Mandalay Bay will kick off at 2 p.m. You can watch the afternoon games. All you can eat food, all you can drink. That is beer, wine, well drinks, soft drinks, all there for you. And, uh, we will give it away for FRWE. Normally a $35 charge. So 35 bucks go all you can eat, but you want to win your way in for free. Uh, we will give you some free tickets for that today. And we've been uh, blowing that out, uh, every tailgate party during the course of the season. A lot of fun. Uh, get out there. I'll try to be out there myself also on Sunday. I was there last Sunday. Great stuff. Great food. From Slice of Vegas and Who Songs providing all the food. So if you like your, your Mexican with the taquitos and the tacos, uh, the chips and salsa, courtesy of Who Songs, that is there part of the all you can eat buffet. And then of course you got the fantastic slice pizza, whether you want the original thin crust, the deep dish, that is there for you. The chicken wings, the chicken tenders, um, the sliders, the burgers, all there for you. A plethora of food of Slice at uh, Vegas for the Raiders indoor tailgate party. And, and this game is late enough, Numbchuck, so I think that you can actually make it finally if you can get the hall pass. I can get the hall pass. It's depending on the Don't work. say that you can get the it's, hall pass like just so affirmatively like, oh, yes, you know you have to ask I permission. Can, I can get the hall pass. Do you pass. have to ask permission? <laughs> no, I don't have to ask permission. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's the work pass that I'm more worried about. Work pass. Work pass. Okay. So 2 o'clock, 
Sunday. No, I'm here 12 to 2 tomorrow or Sunday. Oh, there you go. 12 to 2. There he is. I'll be able to catch a little bit. I'll, I'll, I'll stop. There you go. There you go. Raider kickoff at 520 slice of Vegas. All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll give away some free tickets uh, for that, uh, coming up today. All right. We start, uh, the program talking about the latest on the, uh, Michigan and Penn State, uh, game coming up Saturday. But, uh, the news is more about not game, but it's about whether the University of Michigan, um, will be in the courtroom prior to that game. Now, we know they will not be in the courtroom, but um, the latest on this story is we're waiting on whether the Big Ten will rule if Michigan was guilty in any of the uh, sign-stealing accusations, uh, sign-stealing by electronic means. That's what I like to say. Because remember, that's what the big deal is. Because you have electronic means. You like the way I came up with that? I like that. Terminology. You like that? I almost took a picture last night and sent it to you. Yeah. Of? I was at Walmart and they had a sale. Yeah. On a certain object that a certain caller loves to make fun of you with. Okay. Hold on. Trash cans. Trash cans. I was, they, they just had a stack of trash cans. I was like, right. I was like, oh, see, they're, they're, you know, they're getting rid of them because. Houston lost. Why don't you uh, go take a picture of, like the Michigan logo and print it out and put it on one of those garbage cans? Why don't you do that? I that, do that. That, that would that would be more funny. That would be that would be, that would be worth a post right there. I wasn't saying that I was going to post it. I was uh, just saying it would have been funny. So you wanted to just go take a picture of a trash can to show me? That's what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I really don't get it. It's it's it's, it's not funny. It's not funny. We are so well. Oh, it's past so, that. It, it, but and again, I had nothing to do with those trash cans. I know you did, as I said, and neither did Dusty. Right. Hey, 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 and how about this breaking news? So everyone can hear me say it now. There we go. Right. What have I always said since the beginning of, of this? Okay, I was never an Astro fan until 2020. Right. C. C. Right. C. Well, here's your breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. It's official. I am no longer an Astro fan. What do you mean? What do you mean? Why, why, why isn't the applause or the dun dun da or something else? And you go with the prices, right? The the bad theme, what? Because it's now you're not a fan of Mattress Max team. Well, that's uh, that's, that's the point. issue. That's that's the issue. That's the issue. Because I, I go where my boy goes. All right. Only reason I was Astro fan, I know. except for the beginning, was Dusty Baker. He is officially gone. So now I have no more allegiance to the Houston Astros. But you can still be a Houston Astros fan. You can't. And I'll tell you what. Well, I like the guys because I got a chance to know a lot of those exactly. guys. And I do watch them. Pl- I love watching them play. Uh, very entertaining brand of baseball. Minus trash cans because that went away back in twenty. 20- 18, 2019. What about prior to me becoming an astronaut? What fan. about the space city uniforms? Take it or leave it. You know, I'm not much one for gimmicks of gimmick uniforms. Space city's okay. Kind of you know, is, is grown on me. Yeah. The Wrigleyville ones, not so much, but maybe grown on me a little bit. Some of the other ones, ridiculous. The Boston Breakers, you know, the Red Sox with their yellow jersey. I mean, that, that's ridiculous. So. But I can honestly say, yeah. So will I take any more trips to Houston? See, now that's a good point. That's a good question, though, too. Because, yeah, I, I've, I've You've made become, enough friends back there. I'm sure you're going to go to games. You think so? I think you'll go to a couple. I'm not I'm not saying you're going to go Dusty style. Yeah. You'll go to like yeah. two or three a year. Maybe one homestand a year. I don't know. It's it's become a pretty nice tradition for me to go to Houston and enjoy those games. But. No, I was going to support Dusty, and yeah, you know, I still like the team. I guess yeah. to you know, I like the players. Yeah, so maybe, maybe I'm not rescinding my fandomonium just quite yet. Maybe not. I don't know. I called it. I don't know. But you see, I didn't think about the way you thought. Mattress Mac. That's yeah, the, Mac's my guy. Mac is your guy, and that's why you're like, I'm no longer a Houston Astro fan. That's why the ah, okay. So maybe, maybe I should have thought that one out. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't care for what some of those ham and egg so-called media guys were saying about Dusty. I don't know if you've read any of the latest. I haven't read or seen. There's there's stuff out there now. And now, you know, we know what he's talking about 
on when he said goodbye in that press conference, let he had his mind made up after reading some certain things. Yeah. So uh, certain media members are not fond of the way he managed the tail part of the season with one of the positions. Wasn't he basically on autopilot? I mean, okay, here's what people he, don't understand. I'll say this. Okay. So there, there are media members that were mad because, uh, Yonner Diaz was an up and coming catcher. He's going to be the future catcher for the Astros, but Dusty decided to stick with Martin Maldonado a majority of the time. Now Diaz got his at bats, all that stuff, but you got to remember Maldonado was a defensive catcher first. The machete, machete got a gun, got a rocket. Uh, but he is so valuable working with the pitchers of the Astros and like Framber Valdez only wants to pitch when if Maldi's yep. going to catch him. Justin Verlander, same way. So when you got that scenario, that's the same and way. You've got a veteran I'm and you got to... a you got a rookie. You're going to go with a veteran. Now Maldonado, not a great hitter. I mean, bats about 170. Right? Uh, Diaz had a pretty good year, but then when it came postseason time, Dusty pretty much went with Maldi the entire time. But Maldi came up, had a couple homers, uh, you know. Had a couple doubles, but there were a lot of people in the media that were saying, well, he didn't even give Diaz a shot, this and that. Well, let's remember, the Astros did not lose the ALCS because Martin Maldonado was behind the plate and Diaz wasn't, okay? They lost because the pitchers gave up 20 runs in games six and seven on their home field. That's why they lost. It was the pitching. But here we go. Media members slash so-called media members, they get on a little tangent and instead of really evaluating the situation. But there are some articles, one specific article that's out there, and it's it's not nice at all. And I don't even know who this Hammenager is. And I've had some good friends in Houston say, oh, that guy's that guy's an idiot, except they use a different different word. You know, and um, so so now that's that's coming out. You're just you're just FCC cleaning it up. Correct. I got you. Correct, correct. So anyway, anyway, back to what I was saying though. Uh, Michigan, Penn State, and our good friend Marco D'Angelo is uh, on his way back. He's going to go to that game. Will he bring me back the Penn State extra large Nike white? Mm, you say no, no. He's pretty dependable. I know he's pretty dependable. Or you know what he's going to do? Mm. He's going to make you wait on it. He's going to he, he's going to bring it. Or he's going to have it. Did I instantaneously, you know, when he wanted to go to to Aces games or, you know, the poster that I delivered to him? No, what I think he's going to do, I think he's going to have fun with this. I think he's going to hold it over your head. Mm-hmm. He's not going to, he's going to be like, I don't know, man. I, I, don't, I don't know if I got it, you know, and just well, before, one, one day he's just going to bring it to you and be like, here you okay, go. But, but, okay, so that's the question though. Is he going to? Get one. Is he going to purchase? I that? think he's going to purchase one for okay. you, but I think it's going to be a holdout just to have a little bit of it's fun good. with you. You think so? I think it's, it's Marco we're talking about. Okay, well, he's, he's well, going to take shots. I've never had a Penn State shirt. I always kind of wanted one, so we'll see how that uh, that plays out. But anyway, so that game is nine in the morning. It's not a whiteout game. It's it, it's crazy that that game. Two of the top ranked teams in the country facing off against each other, and it's a nine in the clock, a nine o'clock in the morning game Pacific. Okay, twelve noon Eastern. But anyway, but the the story is: is Jim Harbaugh Jim Harbaugh going to be on the sidelines? That is the big question. All right, so we know that um, the rumblings are out there, and we've talked about it a lot the last couple of days. Great stuff yesterday with Trevor Maddich. If you miss that interview, go to the website, check it out. It's up there tcmartinshow.com, where Trevor really just laid it all out uh, perfectly. That's why he is the college football guru. But we are waiting on whether the Big Ten will rule on if Michigan is guilty of the sign-stealing by electronic means. Do you see, just because I use electronic means, do you see how we got diverted? Sorry. Yeah, you and your... Freaking Walmart story. Trash cans. Yeah, you're talking about Walmart. I'm thinking, what, what we, we buy a tablet or something? What are you talking about? Here we go again. All right. University of Michigan had until yesterday to respond to the allegations. Michigan delivered a 10-page response asking the Big Ten not to act. All right. Actually pleading with them not to act on discipline for them. 
Therefore, what this has done now will basically slow this to a crawl's pace. Because now that Michigan turned that in yesterday, the Big Ten needs to review the 10-page letter, document, whatever you want to say, with their reasoning, what happened, and why there should not be suspensions here. So now time is on the side of the University of Michigan. So now this will lead to an appeal process. So if the Big Ten comes back and they says, okay, now we're going to suspend Jim Harbaugh, we're going to levy down some suspensions, sanctions, fines, whatever it is, now Michigan has opened the door for an appeal process and possible lawsuit by Michigan to the Big Ten. So that's why nothing is going to get delayed. And that's why I was trying to say to TJ Reese that nothing's probably going to happen. It will get drawn out. So they're going to play the game. Now, is it because the Big Ten wants to see how everything plays out? Huge game. Michigan could lose that game. They're a five-point favorite. Penn State's capable, more capable at home, even though they were horrendous at Ohio State. But they're a different team at home. We'll see. But what is going to happen with the discipline? There will probably be some discipline, but what is it? The focus of the discipline should be suspending Jim Harbaugh. And I think that's what many believe is going to be the discipline. I'm saying that should be it. Now, let's remember, Jim Harbaugh has already served a three-game self-imposed suspension by University of Michigan to start this season. Remember that? Had nothing to do with this. This is before all this sign-stealing by electronic means came down. That was for recruiting violations. Now, the suspension that he had were missing the first three games. Funny thing is, I'm not sure a lot of people realize this, but he was allowed to be in the facility to coach practices. He was only barred from being there on game days. He couldn't be with the team on game days. So he got to coach them up. He got to institute the game plan. That was the self-imposed suspension. Could he buy a ticket and go to the game? <laughs> Didn't need to buy a ticket. I, no, you couldn't, he can't be in the building. Oh, that, that, I was just asking if yeah. he could like... He watched from home. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what that three-game suspension was in pretty much against three cupcakes. Early on, right? One of those games against UNLV, right? Anyway, not saying UNLV's a cupcake because UNLV covered the spread and they played they played well. All right, so that's where the focus should be. The focus should be on suspending Harbaugh, firing Harbaugh. It should be on Harbaugh. Now, the Big Ten athletic director said if there is a suspension with Harbaugh, they want it much different than the past suspension. And what they are saying is, we want a suspension that says he is not allowed into their facility. Which makes sense. So remember all the talk of the last few days. Should Michigan have to forfeit victories? Should Michigan be barred or banned from the postseason from the college football playoffs? Because they're basically a lock. Okay, they got to beat Penn State. They got to beat Ohio State. Even if they lose to Ohio State or lose to Penn State but beat Ohio State, one loss, they're probably going to get in. All right, because they've been destroying opponents. And they haven't destroyed opponents because of sign stealing by electronic means. <laughs> so wait, question. Yeah. On that. Can Harbaugh Get a, get a suspension mm -hmm. and basically just say F this and go to the NFL. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think so. I, I, I think I, you know, if he gets suspended, is that what happens? Um, it depends how long the suspension is. Let's go eight now, games. Well, if it go, if it carries the next year, bye bye. Yeah. Yeah. But how about if you're Michigan? How about saying bye bye to Harbaugh instead of Harbaugh saying bye bye? How about Michigan going bye bye bye? That's true. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, ah, should I divert? I got a song story. 
I had my massage today with Miss Cuba. With Miss Cuba. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Back with Miss Cuba. Oh, glorious. Just outstanding. Now, they got the meditation music going, right? Got the meditation music. Gotcha. So I'm cool with the meditation music, but everybody uses the meditation music. So I take my head, you know, out of the, whatever you call it, you know, the face. The little face hole? Yeah, the thing. Yeah. Which in, in, in her massage parlor room, whatever you want to call it, it's it's very comfortable. I don't have to get up and do the neck yeah. thing. You know, it's very comfortable. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm listening to this. And then all of a sudden, it comes to a dead stop. Like that. Okay. Going, oh. Hmm. And then she goes, in broken English, Cuban, Alexa, something, 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 and we get more meditation music. There we go. And it's back. And I said, you know, because I can you know, kind of joke with her, even though yeah, kind of silent during the meditation and the massage. I said, "Let's go with some Cuban music," and she laughed. Right? Then she goes off. Alexa says something in Spanish, Cuban. What? It's, is that the same language? Different Spanish, different yeah. dialects. It's all Spanish. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Go show you what I know. Again, never took Spanish, right? And uh, so, next thing you know. I got music on. I got some jams going. Oh, and she asked me, goes, you like a little salsa? I said, I love a little salsa. So then I discard the sheet while I'm laying down and I start shaking it up. I know you don't want that visual. <laughs> Wait, come back here. I'm not done with the story. Get back here. You might, you might have to kill them some more music. <laughs> Wait, wait, would you rather hear about the suspension of Jim Harbaugh or me and my Cuban salsa music and my glorious massage? Harbaugh. Okay. All right, so anyway, back to Harbaugh. <laughs> what? That's what you said. I know. Are you, you speaking for the entire audience? I'm sure of it. You think so? Let's call in. People, uh, call uh, in. Okay, yeah, call in. 702-221-7283. You want Cuban massage, salsa, story, music... Or do you want Jim Harbaugh? Everyone hates Jim Harbaugh. So anyway, so you're off on this. Now we're going to see how quick you are. This is what was not playing. So there was a, like a long instrumental version, and it was, you know, we had the maracas, and we had the congas, and we had all this stuff. It was great. Wait, by the way, what did you type in? What did we get here? How did we get this? This? Yeah, what is, I like it. What I is typed it? in Cuban music. You did? That's all I did. Oh, I'm sure it's on our playlist. Yeah. So anyway, it's it's instrumental, but then the vocals come in. And now I'm stop, stop to shake it, you know, and back of the face plant, you know, down. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Um, and then words start. The lyrics start coming out. It's in English. So I don't know what she said to Alexa to play or whatever. So finally I go, I like this. And I go, I go, who is this? And she says to me in broken English, Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony. And I go. So then I'm listening, and I'm going like, yeah, that's Mark Anthony. But it was a jam. It was a Mark Anthony jam. I don't know what you're playing there. That's, yeah, that's, that's, it was that's a Mark bad. Anthony jam. Do you have any idea? And if you played it, I'd, I'd recognize it. It, it, was probably, it was something about something girl, uh, want you baby, something, whatever. No, Mark Anthony in English. Mark Anthony in English. <laughs> I, yeah, I think you got some Mar Cuban Mark Anthony. No, you know what I'm talking about. Mark I know Anthony, exactly right? who you're talking about. Yeah. I'm just trying. Was to Mark Anthony with J Lo? Yeah, they, they were together, right? Yeah. Okay. Is this English? Is this English? Oh, really? <laughs> no, that's not. It's, this is the English version. <laughs> that was the. Spanish Cuban version. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So anyway, I got to jam. That's the first time I went to a massage where I actually had some jams going. And you know what I noticed? I noticed that the hands were speeding up. They were speeding. You're back to Spanish I, again. Just trying to find their Mark market. Anthony has tons of hits. I'm sure majority of them are in English, right? 
right? I played every Mark Anthony song is in Spanish. But you have Spanish in the keyboard. We don't want Spanish. We want Mark Anthony's I hits. Have English. English. I have Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony's Because I know it's not top this one. 40 hits. No, it was not this. This, yeah. this put me asleep. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it was, yeah. Not too slow. I don't know. I thought you're, obviously, you're not a Mark Anthony fan. Not at all. <laughs> it's okay. He's staring at here we go! This is it! This is it! Yeah! Hold on! I'll, I'll recreate! No, don't recreate it! Here we go! I'm leaving! Here we go! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Here we go! Hold will join us when we come back. You you ruined the Michigan story. Yeah, now you want a massage, don't you? As you should. Everybody in the building wants a massage. Can't blame. Ah, very good. We'll talk some NBA, some college hoops, and we are going to talk about what happened last night at the Thomas and Mack Center. UNLV losing to Southern. Mm. That and a whole lot more coming your way on a thunderous salsa Thursday. Hi, this is Lennox Lewis, last undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, and you're listening to the T.C. Martin Show. We have got more boxing coming your way starting next Thursday. Shakur Stevenson. Yes, he will be in a co-main event at T-Mobile Arena. We've got tickets for you for next Thursday. All right, we'll be giving those tickets Away coming up here uh, next week as well, too. So if you want to go, T-Mobile Arena, the fights next Thursday night. Look at we got Slice of Vegas tickets, Raiders indoor tailgate party. Got that for Sunday. And then World Championship Boxing doubleheader at T-Mobile Arena next Thursday. ESPN Plus. Got to love all that stuff. So hang tight for that. All right, continuing on here on Thursday. Now we, uh, we talk some hoops. And plenty of hoops to talk about with the big seven-footer, the five-time NBA champ, three as a player, two as a coach, and the author. Is it too early to call you an author? Because it's not official. We have not released your book yet. But the author, the future author, the one only Bill Cartwright. What's going on, seven-footer? No, no I, I am not an author yet. You know, it has to be done, finished in the stores. And so, no. It's uh, it has been quite the undertaking, um, but uh, that's what happens when there's uh, COVID and there's nothing to do. What do you do? You go write a book. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, and call me six times a day. Yeah, that was good. You know, during those COVID. Years. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's not like you you had anything to do either. So you know, luckily, luckily we had each other. Remember, we stayed on the air. We were like one of the few shows that stayed on the air and not only did we do um you know you know the serial madness and everything but w- remember what we did we we did the last dance you know which which you part took in and you gave us some weekly updates with that so that that was some uh that was some riveting radio to hearing on uh, all the behind the scenes stuff that happened in your bulls yeah. days yeah and also don't forget that we have the uh Cartwright uh, 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 contest. That's that right. We did. We had the Cartwright family contest. Man, I thought that thing would never end. Jeez. I mean, that was like a that was like a movie. You know, back in the day, like Jaws played like for twenty six straight weeks, or you know, The Exorcist or American Graffiti. I think the Cartwright family contest lasted about about that long. Can we get it back? Oh no, here we go again. Cartwright, let's, yeah. let's bring that stuff back. 
we we have to bring it back part two. Yeah. Why why not? I mean there's about uh twenty different Rockies. Why why can't we just uh, keep the family contest going? You could now but just don't bring COVID back, okay? Just bring it back without COVID. Let's make sure. Please. Uh yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, fun for everybody, but Numchuck. Numchuck led the league in COVID. Oh, you know it's true. Twice, <laughs> twice, twice. That's it. Well, twice, twice confirmed. I'd probably say well, another two or three times no, unconfirmed. Twice. I'm just giving you bad time, man. All right. So hey, let's real. Let's talk about this, man. So. The seven footer is writing a book and he's almost done. All right. And, and I hope I'm not, you know, going out and doing any spoiler alerts here, but you know, you, you brought it up. I want to know what has been the biggest challenge for you? Cause I've always been tempted to write a book and I just haven't had the, the, the patience or the time to, to, to dive in and put into it. And, and you're one of the guys that has been hammering me to do a book. He, the seven footer has been hitting me probably for the last five years to do a book. Uh, because you know, he loves the stories, but what has been the biggest challenge for you during this process? Well, the biggest challenge is a simple question. What do you want this book to say? And it's been quite the undertaking of being able to finally format it because it is an autobiography. So a lot of it is, is just talking about. You know, all the way back to my mom, my dad, growing up, small town, boom, 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 just all those things that nobody would ever know. Uh, and then kind of talk about the people who helped you along the way. Uh, my book, is it starts with, you know, talking about the fact that I don't have a horror story to, to tell you about because I don't. I had great parents. I had great siblings. I had, uh, I had great coaching. I was really very bored today, and I didn't get injured. Uh, but I just happened to be this really tall guy that loved to play sports probably more than than the next bear. So, um, and it was and it was great. But just those adventures along the way, and then talking about the possibilities of, of you know, why would a guy from Oakland High School? Having a success, and it's just thinking that hmm, that is possible. For well, a lot of kids, they don't have that same vision and same thought that it's possible for a kid to be really successful uh, in their sport or whatever endeavor they're looking to be in. And uh, you know, we were undefeated when I was a junior in high school. We were Northern, Northern California Championship. Well, Elk Grove High School goes to Oakland and wins the Northern California Championship. And then I go to USF, which is not UCLA, but my sophomore year, we're the number one team in the country. So just to have those ideas and those thoughts that um, with the hard work that was generated by my dad and my parents and um, just, you know, determination that you could be whatever you want to be. So it's, uh, it's just those ideas, those thoughts, uh, how things happen. Um, of course, you know, you talk about things that happen in the seventies and eighties and nineties as uh, you know, it's, it's, it takes a bit to kind of reflect on that and remind yourself that this did happen. So that's a little bit challenging too, but uh, it's been fun. It's been fun. My wife, Sherry, has been uh, um, helping me a lot uh, just as far as what she likes and doesn't like and uh, what's really, you know, nonsense and what's good. So, um it's been good. It's been uh, it's been a good challenge, and um, thank God it's it's going to be over. Hopefully, it's been a month. <laughs> and you know, I know that you do not want you don't want this to be uh, a tell all, and you don't want it to be you know looking at the dark side of things, and you don't want controversy and all that kind of stuff. And as we know, there are a, a lot of guys out there, a lot of your fellow athletes, heck, some of your teammates, because a lot of your teammates. With the Bulls, uh, you know, wrote uh, books already. 
And we know, hey, some are good, some are bad, whatever. But you wanted to make sure that you did not, you know, go below the belt and call out anybody or do that sort of thing. Is there anything there that's that's kind of maybe like on the fringe of that whatsoever? Because as you know, I mean, not only people, you know, like that, but more so, I think they like the behind the scenes stories or the locker room stuff, or obviously the relationship that you had with your teammates or even maybe adversaries. Because let's face it, you know, people always talk about the Bulls and the Pistons and you going against Lambeer or Rick Mahorn and stuff like that. And then, of course, you know, your. Uh, teammates, you know, probably the most famous, you know, player, one of the famous players on the planet, Michael Jordan. And then, of course, you got Scottie Pippen and you, and all that other kind of stuff. So I'm sure that, you know, you thought about touching upon those. Did you, did you go into stuff like that? I went into that in a way, but from the people who know me, I'm not going to kill anybody because that's not who I am. So, but I will tell some stories that I've just, as a matter of fact, like, this is what happened. Uh, we will talk about, you know, the Scotty Pippen incident when he didn't come back in the game. Everybody knows that story anyway. We'll talk a little bit about Michael, like our first meeting. Uh, that wasn't too great uh, in that meeting, but it was fine with me because it's more my personality because... Nah, I don't really care what what anybody thinks. So it's um, it's it's more about myself than my own personality, my thoughts. Um, I'm more of a positive person anyway. So if you're reading this and somebody who knows me is reading this, they're like, yeah, that's probably what he would say. So, um, that's what I want it to be. This is, this is about me, my personality, my thoughts. Um, it's going to be more positive than, than, than negative. Uh, that's just, that's just what I like. I like fun. Uh, we'll try to throw some interesting things in there. Uh, so, um, I do get some stories in from some other NBA players as well, along with some of my high school, um, players, uh, teammates, my college teammates. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm not done adding yet. So I'm just hoping to be done soon. But, uh, yeah, because I do want to have uh, the flavor and the story down, and the story writes itself. The story is my entire life. So uh, that's not done, but uh, we've gone all the way full circle back to USF, and we're going to leave it there. So just... Just fun, entertaining. Um, as you know, I've, I've uh, read other people's books, uh, so I've kind of looked at those and saw what I liked and what I didn't like. Um, but it's been, like I said, it's been a, it's been an adventure, which is that in itself has been um, fun for me because I like to learn, I like different things. Uh, this has been quite the test. Do you have a title yet? Uh, yeah, but I'm not going to tell you about it yet. Okay. Okay. Good. Got got a title in the, uh, in the back pocket. That's, that's great. All right. We'll look for the, uh, the seven footers book. What we early next year. Is that what we're talking about? At the latest. Yeah. At the latest. Maybe, maybe sooner. All right. Good yeah. Well, I know you've worked hard on it. You spent a lot of time, and it's like, okay, I'm working on the book today. I'm working on the book this week. There it is. So, yeah, good. Yeah, but 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 at least I'm here with the what the uh, colors of the uh, book's going to be. I think you know. Hmm. All right. So, college basketball. Uh, your UF USF Dons have already played. You guys uh, put 128 points on the board. Isn't that right? And did, did you guys 
Who was it? Was it Stanislaw Slate, Bethesda? I mean, I've seen a couple scores here. What's what's going on there? I mean, you're putting up a lot of points on the board. What's what's happening? Yeah, that's just uh, that's just something that happens. And you know, we're not the only team. Um, you know, you play teams who are just getting out of the game, whether they're uh, the one, two, whatever, three, and you play them and. Uh, you have a good shooting night, and they have a bad one. You're going to end up with one of those scores. So, um, you know, and you know the Dons. The Dons can't shoot you out, as we talked about that last year uh, when we played um, Arizona State, and they had them down 30-plus points. Um, I sure hope you didn't lose any money on that, but uh, I, I, I kind of warned you, and you kind of knew anyway that we're, we're a dangerous-ass team. We could really shoot the ball, and uh, in the first game, we made uh, made a lot of shots. So, um, and that and that just remains. So, but that's but that's normal. I think that to start the season, you're going to see games like that. You're going to see games where there's 30, 40 point. I mean, this was a sixty point victory. It actually set a cool record. <laughs> so uh, um, it was a lot of points, but uh, but our team guys played hard. Our guys were hungry, and and that team was was uh, was just really overmatched in every single you know every in both halves. So it's um, uh, it was a great start for us, uh, and to me, it was a lesson for them. You know, every team likes to start the season off with a. As they said in the movie The Longest Yard, uh, a tune-up game, and then of course you know uh, Burt Reynolds says to Eddie Albert says, "Yeah, you need a tune-up game," and Eddie Albert says, "Well, what's a tune-up game? You know, you bring in some, you know, semi-pro team and you kick the blank out of them and this and that." And he goes, "Oh, he goes, okay, he goes, well, hmm, how do you think we do a, uh, you know, against the cons?" And Burt Reynolds says, "Well, I didn't know the cons had a team." He goes. Oh, they don't, but you've inspired me, Mr. Crew. I think we will have a game, and that tune-up game will be the guards against the cons. And Burt Reynolds says, wait, 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 wait. I'm not here to do any of that. I'm here to do the rest of my 23 months and get the heck out of here. And then Eddie Albert says, oh, no, 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 Mr. Crew. That was before you struck Captain Knauer. Ah, You're looking at much longer stay here with us. Unless you, you know, sometimes you have to go along to get along. How about that? Great movie, right? Longest year. That 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 was a great movie <laughs> and a great record. I'm, I'm not sure what that has anything to do with uh, U.S. basketball. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Here we go. Here's the transition. Here, the segue. Here comes the segue. What, what are you trying to say? U.S. has some prison and uh, what the team we played against were cons. No, what, what I'm you, saying is that they had this tune-up game that was supposed to be a blowout, and you had a tune-up game that was supposed to be a blowout against whoever you played, Stanislaus State, Bethesda University, whatever. But I'm transitioning to this, my friend. What happened here last night? The UNLV running Rebels were a 21-point favorite over Southern University. And I think everybody anticipated that UNLV was going to roll to victory here, but not so fast, my friend, as Lee Corso says, holds up his pencil. As UNLV was defeated last night on their home floor by Southern, 85-71. to Southern was ahead 40-21 to at halftime. UNLV shot a miserable percentage, 43% from the field, 31% from three, while Southern connected on 57% of their shots, and they were 11 for 18 from beyond the three-point arc. You do that math, that's 61%. Um, yeah, it was it was a beatdown, and I'm not here to, to rip on UNLV because, as you know, this stuff happens, but I, I, it, it happens. And I think a lot of people thought that, okay, they're, you know, just because they're a 21 21- point favorite they sh- they should roll to victory here but this is what we get right now right with college basketball that with the transfer portal when your roster is not nearly the same for the most part as it was the prior year you really don't know what kind of team you're going to have and i know a lot of people are today are saying that UNLV wasn't prepared they overlooked southern 
But I'm going to take the other side and say, let's give some credit to Southern because they came in here, made the trip from New Orleans to Las Vegas, and they were ready to play. They were focused, probably got their scout on, um, and they they were ready. And UNLV just did did not play defense. They weren't ready to play, but that doesn't mean that UNLV is going to have a a horrendous season here. It's just one of those games that you chalk up that you weren't ready to play. You should have been ready to play, but you weren't ready to play, and you probably overlooked the opponent. And let's give some credit to the opponent. Well, yeah, of course, first games are hard. Look, first games are hard. First conference games are hard. First um, um, NCAA games, they're hard. They're really hard because you don't have a feel for them. And then with a team like Southern, and I didn't see the game, but, you know, some teams don't match up. You know, whether they're big, they're small, they're maybe they're flat, uh, they just don't match up well. Uh, so, you know, you're, you're going into the game with a, a blank, blank piece of paper, and you don't know what you're going to get, and you're just really playing on the fly. Nobody's had a game, so... um I just think that first games, and I think we talked about that before, how hard first games are to play. Oh, yeah. Because you, you just don't have a feel for it. And obviously they got hot, and uh, they just couldn't couldn't recover from uh, from a 20-point deficit. So uh, it does happen. It's very common. Uh, that's, that's, that's why they call them upsets. So I'm sure the UNLV will rally. And, uh, you know, they got a veteran coach over there, so they're, they're going to be fine. Kevin Kruger now in his third year. So, not, I mean, how much of a veteran he is, but he's, he's got some, some talented kids. But again, you just really don't have that continuity. I mean, when you, these kids really have not played together. I mean, when you look at basically you have, you have three, three, you know, call it four, I guess, you know, returning players, but guys that really didn't see a lot of significant time. And, but they did rally in the second half and they put up 50 points on the board. And that, that should be noted. So you got with that slow start, scored 21 in the first half. You put 50 on the board. I mean, anybody that puts 50 on a board in a half, I mean, that is, that is some tremendous production. But that's why I don't, I don't think it's that big of a deal. You know, the, the sky's not falling here. They're going to be okay. But, you know, get, when you have a, a, a team that's not used to, to playing together, and say you overlook a, an opponent, which you should never do. But again, that does happen. But you got to give credit to the other side because Southern was focused, ready to play, and uh, you know they weren't coming here just to party or to to eat some good food. They came out here to play, and they got themselves a W. So, uh, yeah, and you know, and and look, coaching is, you know, it's all about establishing your program. When you do that, you you win at home. And basically, you win the games you should you should win. So uh, if if you feel like let's say you like USF, we're picked third in our conference, so we know that this year when Gonzaga comes to town, we're going to whip their ass. You know, when St. Mary's comes to town, we're going to whip them. That didn't happen last year, but we can take care of ourselves at home. We beat the teams we're supposed to beat on the road. Uh, that's how you go to the NCAA tournament. So, I mean, it's as simple as a formula as that. Um, but that's got to be your focus to start. Protect yourself at home. Win the game you can win. Build your team. Hopefully, by the end of the season, you'll be having uh, uh, 10, 11 guys with disadvantage. So your team is built, so there's no foul trouble issues. And then prepare yourself for all situations, whether it's full court trap, zone, um, and so you so your your prep is just really really good. So um, that's why I'm really excited about our team this year. We're uh, we're not we've never been a super big team, and that remains. But we are really consistent in the fact that uh, we can still shoot the ball. Uh, we're going to score. Uh, naturally, it's not going to be the post-ups that I want, but uh, but I'm not coaching, so I'm just going to watch. 
And our team's going to exist and we're going to win because now we can hopefully, with the grace of God, guard somebody at the end of the game and keep people out of the lane and be a defensive presence. So um, if we can guard a little bit, we're going to be great. We're going to be great this year. All right. We'll keep an eye on those uh, Dons. All right, real quick, uh, Warriors and Nuggets last night. Uh, big battle. Uh, Nuggets won 108-105. Jokic with 35 points. Uh, Curry with uh, 23 last night. Uh, Warriors still playing some pretty good basketball. Draymond Green did not play last night. Quick take. Uh, did you watch the game and, and thoughts on both these teams going forward? Those teams, that's going to be... Um... You know, we picked Denver to be the best team in the West, uh, as they should be. They're, they're the champs. And the Warriors are in there somewhere, whether it's four or five. Uh, and that pending that they can stay healthy, but they're, they're two guards with, uh, Curry and Paul. Both those two guys did not play 60 games last year. So if they could play, um, those guys, I think they're going to have a great year. So, um, yeah, yeah, I did watch the game. It was an interesting game. Uh, weird because, uh, the last play of the game, Curry had, had a shot at the basket, a layup, left in a layup, and Jokic was coming at him and basically let him go. And he shot the thing over, over the, the rim. So it was, um, it was very odd ending of a game. Um, but, um, but, it, but a good game. Wars have been on a long road trip, so I'm sure they're, I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll take the results of that road trip. I just hope they stay healthy, man, because uh, I, I want to see the Warriors make a run again with Denver. I want to see some healthy teams down the stretch and see what happens here in the Western Conference. And those Kings, uh, they're right back being good again. You know, kept the majority of their team intact as well, too. So we'll look forward to that. All right, my friend. Uh, we'll give you a little salsa to, to go out with. A little salsa music. Salsa? Yeah. Give you a little, man. That's what we got now. Yeah. We're going with a little salsa. Send you out. Shaking it up. There oh, you go. Oh, my goodness. I remember salsa. Hey, my my massage today, right? Usually get the med- meditation music. So I asked Miss Cuba to to, to give, me, give me something else. And next thing you know, boom, she's playing this. She's playing this song. And all of a sudden, my massage took a whole different meaning, baby. I mean, it was great, you know? And all of a sudden, her hands started going a little faster to a little rhythm. How about, have you ever had a massage, because you're the king of the massages, to, like, rhythm like this? I I may have had that. I just could imagine you playing salsa music. So, I mean... That's why we're this playing. A little bit different. Hey, the next time, can we get some Weird Al Yankovic John? Oh, we're going to play that. Why not, why not play that? Come on. I'll talk to you, you later, brother. I'll talk to you later. Have a good weekend. <laughs> yeah. The big seven-footer, Big Bill Cartwright. We come back. Scott Spritzer is going to join us. Scott Frost as well, too. No, not that Scott Frost. The other Frosty from our good friends at Slice of Vegas. We handicap. Week 10 of the NFL and college football as well on a thunderous salsa Thursday.